0: So I am still looking to finish out my They Call Me Israel series and um, I wanted to bring up a discussion about work. Now I started a position in a new department, actually it's almost been a year now, so last March, it's February of 23, 2023. And last March, I started a position and it was a bit of a challenge for me. It was very uncharted territory. And so um, it was something that I knew I was going to have to adjust and get used to. And it's been a real um, challenge, like the learning curve for me. I, in my mind, three to six months, you should be kind of up and going. But I really did not feel secure in this role until about six months in. And even with that, I still felt like I was kind of hangling by a thread. And it's just been a consistent um, pull for me and grasp for me. Like I'm grasping for something. I don't have a good handle on it up until literally like the last two months. So that turns out to be more of like an eight to nine month um, learning curve, right? I had my um, discussion with my manager just this last Friday or Thursday, and it was my performance review. And he started off with all of these praises and accolades and just it was it really caught me by surprise. I was really kind of shocked and, and stunned by it because I've been trying to maintain everything and I feel like it's been a struggle, but it looks like things panned out, things worked out, the the turnout came out, okay. (laughs) And I just wanted to speak to this idea because you know, sometimes, you know, there's clearly this idea of imposter syndrome that is a common conversation where you never really feel adequate or like you belong like you should be in that room at that table you always kind of feel insecure sometimes about like where you stand in in your work and especially being in a corporate environment in a space that was not really cut out or made for you and so you always walk around with this idea of other and it's actually a very um a stressful way of living right (laughs) on top of being a caretaker and a single parent and just trying to manage everything it actually starts to really weigh heavy and so this last year i mean i literally was going through all kind of stuff i was in a lot of pain for a long amount of time until i was got the energy to go and do physical therapy for my back I had injured myself um I mean literally my mental health is challenged on a daily basis I mean depending on what happens with my mom that day really determines how I feel the rest of the day and trying to just stay on the up side of that I mean it's really been a battle And again, speaking to this series, they call me uh, Israel, (laughs) is that I feel like I've been battling. I've been battling with God to just see me through it. I've been battling with myself to muster up the strength to get through it. And so just the idea that I had this meeting just recently. And my manager kind of came back and let me know hey you're doing you're doing fine i mean it's really a win here i really feel like i've won and I've, I've mastered this battle here where i've wrestled and come out on top and so i just wanted to go through a few quick scriptures to encourage you and myself <laughs> which is usually what i'm doing with this is encouraging myself um but to really um, reiterate what the word says about our work you know I was thinking how do I get through this I have you know there's these conversations that we have about work-life balance and ultimately you know it's really up to you it's not up to your job to give you that and so for me an internal dialogue that I was having was my work is my life my life is my work and so rectifying this idea that it's all a part of this one big cycle it's not separate me being a mother is really not separate from me being a project manager me being a caretaker is not separate from me being a homeowner and having to <laughs> make sure the repairs are done and things are running in this home and so it all coincides together and I really have I really have begun to just give myself this internal mantra my work is my life my life is my work so that I don't get so that I don't compartmentalize it but that I just incorporate it into everything that I do because it is a part of everything I do even when I'm on the on the weekend when I'm sitting down taking a moment to binge watch tv I'm thinking about work that needs to be done process improvement how to strategize, how to, you know, how to really improve um, these turnaround times. I'm always thinking about it. And so instead of trying to separate it, I'm just trying to make sure my brain is like, hey, this is all a part of it. I'm just gonna balance it all out as best as possible. I kind of look at it as this idea of when you look at children or, you know, the dynamics of a family, And you think about, oh, the in-laws or your mother or your husband or your children. It's like I don't like to tear them. I don't like to say, okay, it's my husband and my kids or I mean, I'm not married. I'm actually engaged. But um, in my mind, I like to think of it more as circular, which is everything's important. Everyone needs to eat. know i'm gonna make a plate for everyone i'm gonna make his plate bigger i might give him his plate first or i might give one of the kids their plates first everyone's important right i don't look at it as this hierarchy honestly the only hierarchy that i really want to um, honor is god like god is the head of my life god is at the top god comes before everything i think and pray and ask for guidance consistently throughout my day You know, that is the hierarchy that I care about the most. And I understand that as an individual, there's going to be a trickle down where from me, I'm going to support my family. I'm going to support people who can't support themselves as much as I can as an individual where I'm at, right? But that idea of like top down, you know, I don't like to look at my family in that manner. I like to look at it as more circular. And so when I think about the other aspects of my life, I like to think of those as circular as well. Okay, so back to the scripture because, you know, that's again the top down that I like to look at these perspectives from. It's the Word of God. Now, I'll start off with one scripture here. This is Colossians 3 23 through 24. Whatever you do, do it from the heart for the Lord and not for people. You know that you will receive an inheritance as a reward. You serve the Lord Christ. I mean, I love this because when you do the work, whatever it is, whether it's for your kids, whether it's for your job, you know, we're thinking about God first. Again, that top down um, where we're putting God first because we know that God is going to ultimately When we're sowing these seeds of duty and service and love. God is the one that really is taking account of all those actions. And that includes your work as far as when you're being diligent in your work and when you're being focused. God is ultimately the, the who holds those cards for us. Now, Philippians chapter two, verse 14 through 15. Do everything without grumbling and arguing so that you may be blameless and pure, Innocent children of God, surrounded by people who are crooked and corrupt. Among these people, you shine like stars in the world. I love this because at the end of the day, things are going to be tough. But we can do them with, without being vocally frustrated or visibly irritated. We can just do the work, right? Like... kardashian said just do the work we could do that and when you do that you will shine you will stand out um again the idea of reaping what you sow i mean god is going to lift you up ultimately and so if you do the work um and you say yes god will lift you up um galatians chapter 6 verse 9 Let's not get tired of doing good because in time we'll have a harvest if we don't give up. Speaking to, you know, what I was just saying, reaping what you sow. You, This is Psalm 128 2. You will definitely enjoy what you worked hard for. You'll be happy and things will go well for you. I'm going to finish this scripture with here because I just want to leave it on a prophetic word of wisdom for you uh speaking life into you that when you work hard you'll do well for yourself okay and even if it doesn't seem like it today with inflation going crazy with wages that seem very stagnant if you work hard ultimately you're you're building up you're sowing a seed of diligence your, your children will see it. Your family, your community will respect you for it. And ultimately, if you are a good steward of what God is giving you, you will manage it well. And you'll be able to reap the fruit of your labor in the long run. And so I just encourage you to put God first. Do your work without complaining. And be diligent. Be diligent. Work hard and, and and see the benefit and fruit of your labor in many ways, not just financial. Of course, that's one of the main ones that we want to see, but there are so many other ways that you start to see the fruit of your labor, which is just being able to rest well because when you're out here being crooked, there's no rest for the weary. When you're out here scamming and scheming and being a crook, no, no. You don't rest well. You don't sleep well. You're always looking over your back, waiting for someone to catch up to you. And easy come, easy go. I see it over and over. You know, you don't rest well when you work scamming and scheming like that. So when you work diligently and honestly, you know, you get to rest. And so I just encourage you in that to keep up the good fight. And thank you for listening. Bye.